special week, Wales against the All Blacks week. Could this be the one on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast? We'll hear from Wales women after they had a training match against the New Zealand women as well. But of course, we'll start by looking forward to events at the Principality Stadium this Saturday. Wales and New Zealand always wanted to relish and savour. It's outside the international window, of course, so Wales are missing a few players, and injuries on top of that. But coach Wayne Pavak's picked a strong team for a game he's certainly looking forward to. We're going to enjoy the occasion because it's every Welsh boy's dream to play in front of 75,000 at the Principality Stadium. And the guys that I'm talking to in camp over the last 10 days, the opponent they'd pick to play would be New Zealand. So, look, it's a great fixture for our guys. Management, everyone's looking forward to it. Yes, it's been a, a difficult build-up, but, you know, more challenges. It's, um, it brings the best out in people, and hopefully that'll happen on the weekend. How much of a blow is it to lose Cannon at this time? Yeah, it's, it's a big blow to lose any player that you initially select in a side. You know, we've been training a certain way throughout the week, and then uh, to lose somebody, it is a disruption. But having said that, uh, it's an opportunity for Ryan now to start in a massive test match, and uh, so it's something that he's going to relish and look forward to. I suppose that makes the 16 players unavailable. Did that make the selection harder or easier for you? Well, when players are unavailable, it makes it quite easy because you can't waste too much time worrying too much about that. It's about what is the combination that we think can get the job done uh, out of the players that are available. It's been a tricky time, I've got to say. It's been sort of nine or ten days now together as a group, with this group just focusing on one game of rugby. So that's how we've pitched it. Uh, we'll have reinforcements come into the squad next week. But for this game, the players that are in the squad at the moment, about 32 of them, just focused on the New Zealand match. Talking about uh, the players that you have got then, Gareth Anscombe, you obviously feel he's ready to start. And maybe a word to about Ellis Jenkins, you, you feel isn't. Yeah, so in terms of Gareth and Reese, the two tens that we have, we just think Gareth starting the game and Reese finishing the game is the way we want to go for this match. Clearly, Gareth has been out of the game for a long time. They're both training very well. Both are very, very uh, keen in anticipating being involved in what's going to be a special occasion. So they're both very excited. And we just think Gareth coming back from the injury, full match warm-up, and then straight into the match is the best way to do it. Ellis took a, uh, unfortunately, on the road to joining camp, he took a bump in the um, early on in the Cardiff club match. That was a rib injury. So he's been training, but doing no contact. So He's just doing contact today for the first time, so that's uh, ruled him out of selection. Alwyn Jones, another landmark for him. There have been a few over the years. Are you planning anything special for this one? Yeah, what do we say? I think last season we were saying a lot about him because he just keeps achieving milestones. But I think the biggest thing I would say about Al is just the sacrifice that he makes and the professionalism that he brings, the way he presents himself before every training session and then the recovery protocols he goes through, it is the ultimate professional and he's just such a, a great role model for others in the group. Look, it's fantastic. He's going to go one more than Richie McCaw in the one jersey, 149. So, look, just pleased for him. But in typical L shape, it's not about him. It's it's about the team coming together and having a, a great performance, which we'll need to be competitive against a very strong New Zealand side. And Tane Basham, part of the, the Dragons' back row, what makes you think he's ready for a game like the All Blacks? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? And in some positions, it, we're going to find out during the fixture and after the fixture. Seven's an area where we've been hit hard with injury. Tane, obviously, has been in and around our squads now for a wee while, so we, we obviously rate him highly. He's a player that's um, only 21 years of age, but he's got a lot of strengths to his game. And 
those strengths will be really put to the test this weekend. And this is going to be um, a game which, you know, for him will be a big stepping stone in his career, hopefully. He's got himself fitter since the summer series, which is one of his work-ons. Also, his discipline's a lot better. And he's now hungrier and working harder over the ball. So we think that he's, his all-round seven game is improving. He brings other aspects to the sevens game as well. He's got a lot of power. He's got good anticipation. He has big moments in games. So it's just getting that all-round game going. And this is going to be a big test for him. Just a question about the opponents. Everyone knows 1953 and all that. What are your feelings going into this game against the All Blacks? Your firm underdogs is... Is that good or bad? Oh, well, you know, that speaks for itself, really. Look, from our point of view, this match here, and we're talking about it as a squad, history is history. This group is together for the first time, this coaching group. For two years now, we've been down to play New Zealand and haven't been able to do so. So it's one of excitement. It's one of let us loose, you know, 75,000 people. We haven't done that for a long time. So whichever group we put on the park, I think uh, they're all always going to come to the match full of excitement. What we've got to do is make sure that we control that and we uh, play with discipline over the 80 minutes. The inevitable question this time of year, looking at the weather forecast, what's going to happen with the roof, Wayne? Um, well, because of COVID, there is no option. It's open for the whole competition. This match falling outside the window, I mean, does it frustrate you? I know there's nothing you can do about it, but just as a general point, given this is a showpiece fixture, Look, I think sometimes in rugby you've got to look at it and say the game is bigger than just one particular match and it's looking after the game in general. Being a little bit closer to what goes on in terms of some of the financial side of our game in Wales, talking about the clubs now as well as the WRU, without this fixture I think we'd be in big trouble. Uh, I think it was a was a must-have. But in terms of now the rugby, well, it's a massive challenge, isn't it? And we love a challenge. We see it as an opportunity, an opportunity to learn more about young players We'll look back on this game regardless of uh, the performance. I think uh, when we come time to the World Cup and we'll have more options to select from. So from that point of view, look, it's, it's a great fixture. And we want to go out there and prove people wrong. Simple as that. Well, yes, that does sound simple. To do it will require a monumental effort up front. But there are a few lions to lean on there. One of them is Lucid prop Wynne Jones, a busy man this summer with the Lions tour, of course, followed by getting married. So... Have he and his teammates had enough time back together to face the All Blacks? It's probably uh, quite an experience for five, you could say now, that we played a lot of rugby together. Yes, it's a case of a week together is probably enough just to click back. We know know each other very well, like myself, Al, Beardy, Ken would have been all together in the summer as well, you know, so it's just a case of, yeah, just getting back together and just ironing out any problems we would have had. What sort of shape are you in? You've had a busy summer in all sorts of ways, ready for the All Blacks. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was a big summer for myself on the rugby side, having a bit of time off, coming back into the club rugby, not having a massive pre-season. But um, no, these last few weeks have been been key for us and a few of the Lions boys just got up to speed and, and ready to go now. Not a massive pre-season, not that many games. What sort of shape does that leave you post-Lions ready for a challenge like the All Blacks? I think after the Lions, I think it's the, the rest was needed, to be honest with you, probably mentally and, and physically fatigued and yeah probably the rest was, was what we needed no definitely the excitement to come back and play now is this year you can tell by everyone and um, everyone wants, wants to get on the field and play now obviously a blow losing Ken at this last moment but a pretty familiar replacement for you just talk through that incident you never want to see anyone have to pull out of a test match, especially a big match like this one but um, you know it just gives opportunity now for Ryan to start now against the All Blacks you you don't get much bigger games than that, and especially for Kirby on the bench, if he gets on for his first cap, 
I'm sure it'll be a memorable day for him and his family. Everybody's talking about the players that aren't available, Wales being underdogs, etc. How much are you all hoping that, that the return to a full Principality Stadium will bridge that gap for you? We've got our own confidence within the squad. We, we know what we're capable of and we know it's a big game coming up. And yeah, just excitement really to play in front of a full Principality is is something that you've always dreamt of doing as a as a young lad and um, having not been able to for the last 18 months or so uh, it's been quite tough for us players playing in empty stadiums you know um, it's not quite the same and yeah it's definitely you know um, I just can't wait for the for the bus journey in um, just to just to get cracking on and uh, having a full stadium there to watch us Again that focus on the players that aren't there but up front that's a pretty strong Wales pack is that going to be a focus to try and take the All Blacks on in that area? Yeah definitely you know we, you know the All Blacks that they're a good team. They'll, they'll want to play. And likewise, you know, we love to bring tempo into things. And yeah, we, we just look forward to, to any team, you know. Um, yeah, as a front five, we'll just crack on with our jobs as usual. Balowin Jones breaking another record, 149 caps it'll be for Wales alone. Just, is he still the first one to every breakdown at training? Still that enthusiastic player in, in all those ways? Yeah, he's still first to everything. Tries to all the standards and Surely he can't have too many more records to break, I don't think. Yeah, he keeps going. He's, yeah, he's definitely, he's, he drives everything. And uh, as you said, yeah, he's definitely first to every drill. Another part of the front row union who will be crucial is Thomas Francis, who, thanks to his summer move to the Ospreys, is taking part in one of these extra internationals for the first time. So was this opportunity a big factor in his move to Wales from Exeter? Yeah, 100%, you know. It's been frustrating in the past when I've had to miss out on one of these games and training weeks, but to be here now and being able to take part in every training is, was a massive pull for me to come back and it's an exciting game to be available for. Absolutely. You've had a, a few goes at them in the past, personally. Um, how do you look forward to uh, facing up to New Zealand? You always want to challenge yourself against the best, don't you? And they've always been up there since I was a kid as the best team. And yeah, it'll be exciting to have a crowd in the millennium, the hacker, the whole experience, and hopefully we can uh, do the jersey proud and put on a show for, for the people that come and watch. It gives you that extra 5%. When when you're blowing hard and you hear the roar in it, and it gives you that, that, that 5% you need sometimes. New Zealand's been going pretty strongly this year. How do you assess their form over the rugby championship? Yeah, they've, they've always played good rugby, don't they? They've, they? The depth they've got out there and the brand they play is always exciting and for us, it's, it's more thinking about what, how we can put our game on them. And we've been developing it for a long time now with Wayne, since Wayne and Steve came in. And we, we've had more time to gel. Yeah, there was a few boys missing, but that gives our boys opportunities. And hopefully we can real put our idea onto the way we play. Is there a psychological thing for Wales against New Zealand, though, given that uh, Wales haven't beaten them in, in any of our lifetimes? No, I don't think so. People say that about Australia and then we beat them twice in a year. So... I don't think it was that banana skin or that voodoo over it. It's They're a tough team and everyone always talks about their running rugby and all that, but it's built on their set piece and whoever plays there, they're, they're all good set piece operators. And as a tight head, you've got to hold your part of the bargain up and uh, nullify their set piece and try and get on top on your side. But no, as I said, they're, they're one of the top teams in the world. And as a front row, they're still one of the top scrums in the world. They're not renowned for the power game as much as Africa, but but they've got the personnel and the players to do it. So you, you have to perform to the best of your ability to, to be in with the game and, and that's all you can do. And that's, and that's what we aim to do on Saturday. 
Just picking up on what you said about moving back to, or moving initially to Wales, do you expect that other guys in your situation might follow over the next few years, those that don't have 60 caps? I don't know. It's every individual basis, isn't it? What suits them as a player and their families and at their points in their career. For me, it was a good time to move back. The wife's from Cardiff, so she was happy to come back. And it meant I got more time in camp, more time to develop here. And I got a new club for change of scenery and to develop my game on that side. So for me, it was a no-brainer, but everyone's got a different opinion. You know, some boys with 60 caps might come back, some might not. Some who are have a few caps, it might not make sense to them. But if you want to play for Wales, you haven't got 60 caps, then when your contract's up, it's in your hands to make that decision. A lot of people outside the cap are viewing this as a, as a bit of a mountain to climb for the squad. Are you comfortable with having that sort of underdog tag and going into the game with that? Yeah, we're comfortable as a nation. We've always had it, but it's not something we want. We, we're happy to be the favourites as well going into games and that's what you, you thrive to be as a team when you develop. But it's the belief we've got in the squad and you know we've had a lot of time together since Wayne's come in the squad's developed the depth's developed and it's a great opportunity for us to go and show like it's going to be a tough game it's always going to be a tough test match against them but you want to be involved in those tough games especially with the eye for two years in the World Cup and stuff these are the games we need to play and need to be involved in to develop our game and, and see where we are what drives us is to fulfil our potential or at least show our identity of what we're trying to be as a team on the pitch and that's all we can strive as as a group and it's a tight group and whoever takes the pitch will have the backing of the other boys and it's their job to represent the shirt and the brand as much as we can. There's always a lot of talk about this uh, fourth autumn test match that gets played outside the window. A lot of people see it as a sort of financial necessity, especially with everything that's gone on in the last few years with the money that it generates. Does that come into your thinking as a player or, or do you just see it as another game? It can't be a negative. It's another test. It's another opportunity to represent your country, to put on that shirt and and give you all. And that's the pinnacle. And yeah, everyone can say, oh, it's outside the window and that, but it's a chance to play the All Blacks in a packed Millennium Stadium. Like, it's a great opportunity and it, it's what you play the game for. So the fact that we get to play four test matches instead of three is, I think, is great. And that's a theme from all the players and coaches. Another returning lion up front is Adam Beard. How much has he taken from his summer exploits that'll help on Saturday? Yeah, obviously a lot of experience, um, a lot of growth from the summer. I think it was great for my development and still see myself as a young player, still lots to learn and I'm, uh, I'm just enjoying, really enjoying my rugby at the minute. And if there's anything I can bring from the summer uh, within my leadership roles around the lineup and stuff like that, then I'll bring it to the forefront now in the world squad. And it's just about just continuing to develop as a player, as a person, and uh, giving my best shot at the, uh, the game on Saturday. You are still a young player, but as a test lion, does that make you a more senior player within the squad now? Maybe. You could look at it like that, but like I said, I'm still looking to uh, develop my game. I'm still hungry to learn off the players that we've got within our environment and stuff like that. But like I said, I'm, I'm looking to um, take a leadership role within our set piece and our, our fall pack, and I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying that. Question about the guy you'll be packing down with, the 149 appearances for Wales. Wynne Jones was saying he's still the first to every breakdown, still enthusiastic in training. I mean, just spoken about him a lot in the last couple of years, but, but what are your impressions of how he's come back from the Lions? Yeah, to be fair, first and foremost, amazing achievement in it to have... 149 test appearances for one country and also with his uh, 12 test line caps as well. So, yeah, it's just a, a testament to 
the player he is and all the hard work he's done over the years to get where he is. And like uh, Wynn said earlier, he's always first to it. He's always the one setting the standards and um, he's just a true professional professional guy and um, he's our leader and um, he deserves everything that he has. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. not just Wales men facing New Zealand. Last weekend, Wales women faced one of the best teams in the world as a training match. After the match, Liz Jones spoke to Captain Sean Lillycrap and coach Ewan Cunningham. Ewan, a run out against Black Ferns, that's not a bad way to prepare for the Autumn Internationals. No, certainly not. Uh, it was an excellent exercise for us. It was great to have a quality of opposition like the Black Ferns to really put us under stress and pressure test our skill set, test our structures that we put in and credit to the girls, they stepped up today both physically and our energy that was really high so it was pleasing for us. Two 30 minute sessions but um, full on intensity there in, the, in those two half hours. Yeah it was you know and, and that's what we wanted, we want, we want to see what the best looks like so we can get better, compare ourselves to from an individual point of view and also from a collective and credit to the girls today, it was an excellent uh, exercise and we can build towards Japan now in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, they've been playing for their clubs and Allianz Premier, but nothing really compares to playing the likes of New Zealand and to pair for international rugby. No, and um, more often these girls get exposed to that level of rugby. It's only going to help us in the long run. And a lot of them put their hands up today, which is really encouraging. Gives us selection headaches moving forward, which is what we want, because competition drives standards in our group and just really pleased with everything today. Do you see an improvement since you first got involved with the women? 100%. There's definitely improvement there. Girls are learning the new structures and calls, and, and you can see when we when we nail our, our roles, we show how dangerous we are. You know, we probably left two tries out there today, which is something that we can really look on this week. You know, review, and if we execute those scores, suddenly you know we we 21 points, which is which would have been great for us today good to get a try as well. The new players, the kind of uncapped players that have come in, some of them have been selected from Welsh clubs as well in the Talent ID day. Are you pleased with how they're fitting in? Definitely. It's a massive learning curve for them and they're stepping up to the mark to be credited to them, you know, and like you think some of them probably have never faced an opposition like the Black Ferns ever before, so it's only going to give them confidence moving forward that they can compete with that level. So, and how good was that? You know, for me, as captain and a player, you know, it was, it was brilliant. We've only been together a short amount of time back as a squad under new coaches, new management. And that was hell of a shift by the girls in every aspect of the game. You know, we fronted up physically, we created opportunities and, and we did really well in defence. So if that's our starting block, I'm excited to see where we can go from here. Yeah, I mean, you can't ask for a better kind of warm-up, can you, ahead of an autumn series? No, you know, if we want to be the best in the world, we've got to play the best in the world. And, and we know um, the Black Ferns are outstanding rugby players and they brought some real good, exciting rugby to the game today. They've got great individuals and great team morale and there's no better side to play against, really. So, you know, occasions like this is what we strive for and not what we live for, really, and what we want to do. And for me, that was probably our best performance in, in over 12 months, really, in a, in, a, in a red shirt, albeit a training game. You know, I'm excited to see where we can go, but you know, all credit to the Black Ferns. They were world class as always. Not that many of you would have played New Zealand before, so a year out from playing them in the World Cup, that's a good experience. 
yeah, it's a massive experience. You know, in 12 months' time, we're going to be facing them on their home turf in, in their home World Cup. So that's an exciting prospect, really, and we're looking forward to that occasion. So as you said, there's probably only a handful of girls here today that would have faced New Zealand in, in 2017 last. So, you know, we're really excited for us, and we, we got to test it out today. And the girls, even though it was a training game, as I said, massively fronted up in many areas. So we're um, super excited now to see where we can go. Great stuff. All the best for the next few weeks. Thank you. And of course, Wales women have an exciting autumn series of their own with Japan, South Africa and Canada. Plenty of reaction to the New Zealand match next week, as well as looking forward to South Africa. But until then, from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye.